0: So you said, you know, being an entrepreneur sucks sometimes. Like what was some of the most challenging parts of your real estate career?
1: That's a good question. I guess like, you know, because I was like always just like obsessed with it. Like even when I was like working my like nine to five W2 yeah. job and it was like kind of hard to relate with other people that you know you're working with. Like yeah. at times it's like, hey, you know, everybody's like, what are you doing this weekend? It's like, oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump over to this seminar and yeah. learn, like learn a little bit more about kind of like how I can start doing something different or whatever it is to like put me in a position down the road. And it was, Mm -hmm. it's always like thinking, you know, far off into the future. And it Mm -hmm. was, it's always like a pretty slow progression for me. Um, so I mean, it's, it's, you know, some stuff like that. It's, it's a little bit lonely. It's sometimes when Mm -hmm. you're, you know, around people that don't really quite understand it the same way, which is so important when you get into groups like this, where it's like, you really do understand it at a different level. So I would say maybe just kind of like the loneliness factor of like, you know, not having that tribe and that community early on. Yeah. Um, that was, that was probably one of my bigger struggles. Do you remember a specific time where you felt really lonely? Um, that's a good question, man. I might have to dig a little bit deeper for that. Mm. Uh, not really. And the good thing there is because my wife was like always such a big supporter of like, uh-huh. you know, just being in it with me. So I always felt like I at least had that person that I could like bounce it off of. Like, yeah. you know, this sucks or this isn't going well, or what should I do here? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely that, but also too, like in my twenties, it was like, you know, like I knew I was working in a job where like, I just didn't love it. Uh, mm. I wasn't being challenged. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to be involved in business, but being an entrepreneur and just starting a business was always a little bit scary. And I didn't really know what steps to take to start a business. And I was like, I had no money. So it was like, well, I don't want to lose the $5,000 that I do have. Um, and at that point it was, you know, like pre, you know, podcasts where like yeah. everyone's sharing information and there was like mm. such easily accessible information on, on how to become yeah. an entrepreneur at a young age. Um, so just some of those like, you know, early times in my twenties, like not knowing what the hell I was going to do with my life and yeah. figure it
0: out. I think some of the scariest times for me were budgeting because you know, when you're flipping houses, like you're just sinking money into.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I get that. (laughs) I was never really in that position. I had always been like extremely frugal and I always had like a full-time job and all I wanted to do was buy rentals. Yeah, So it was a little bit of a different situation for me. And, um, I think once I, you know, once I got married and my wife was living with me, because my first deal was a house hack. So I had two roommates and she was like coming in and she's like, What the hell is this? Why do you have roommates in your (laughs) mid-20s? Like, dude, get a get a real job kind of deal. I'm like, How much more? What are you talking about? So, anyways, I convinced her to do like two live in flips (laughs) with me after that. We didn't have roommates, but like that was the only way I knew how to make money you know to go through that. Um so yeah, I mean that was I was always really good at budgeting. I always lived super cheap and like anything on top of that, I would either put into savings or I'd pay down debt or whatever it was. I started like full on like Dave Ramsey approach. Like before I knew any better that it was like, dude, you're not going to grow or go anywhere without Mm -hmm. using some leverage. So I paid down all my debt, my wife's student debt, all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, learned about private money and uh, being able to like, not even necessarily flip. Cause I did like some bird deals before I actually flipped the house. I think I was like buying rentals and, and doing a couple birds before I actually flipped the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just never got super into flipping partially because I was a little bit scared of the risk. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have all this money out. You know, what if it doesn't come back? What if I underwrote it incorrectly? Whereas like wholesaling for me was always just like, dude, throw it out. And it's, you know, there's zero risk, yeah. which is crazy because no one knows about like how you can do real estate with zero risk. Everybody's like, Oh, it's mm-hmm. super risky, but Dude, wholesaling—it's, you know, there's very minimal risk. Yeah, and I think another thing that
0: I've thought about <clears throat> in my career is I made a post. Let me let me read it to you. I don't know if you've seen it. My Instagram would be hot. Okay, so I made this post. I said, "Drum roll." Okay. Say, If you would have told me three years ago, a wealthy investor would be having an event with a thousand plus investors in Hollywood, I wouldn't have believed it. If you told me five years ago, I would be a multimillionaire uh, with millions of dollars worth of real estate, I wouldn't have believed it. If you told me when I was 18 that I would make it to 32 years old, I wouldn't have believed it because my mindset was so bad. I didn't care about life anymore. The only way to live a life beyond your beliefs is by taking it one day at a time, working hard daily for small wins, and knowing when to go
1: all in. So, dude, the last part. I read that. I, I love that too. Really? By the way, man, when I read that, I was like, this hits it's home, man. <laughs> Let's like, go, it's, baby. yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: So, the knowing when to go all in. So, I'll give you a few examples. I met my wife, right? I was like, bro, this is a. This yeah, is it. Yeah. Like I just knew. I Unreal. was like, I gotta, I gotta lock her down, gotta marry her because she's the right one. Mm-hmm. When I got into real estate, I was like, dude, okay, so if I if I sell one house, that's 10K. Okay, if I sell three, that's 30K, I make 30k a year, I could probably sell three in a year. Yeah. In a whole year. Yeah. Quit my job, went all in. When the market shifted after COVID and they lowered interest rates. I swear to God, I was like, all right, this is it. This is where you make your wealth because yeah. low interest rates, you have to push all your chips in. Mm-hmm. And that happened. And I think most entrepreneurs, sometimes they see their shot, but they don't take it yeah. or they see their shot and they wait. And that time costs them so much. They don't even know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I've, was guilty of that for so long Already? where it's like, Oh, for sure. I mean, I I'm very slow to act, which in, mm-hmm. in the past, especially, which kind of sucks because like, I, all I wanted to do was buy rentals. And when I look back at like goals that I had written down, I remember, uh, I don't know when it was maybe like 2013 or something. I bought my first duplex in 2013. yeah, And I was like, if I can just have 15 paid off rentals, you know, by the time I'm like 70, I'm gonna, I'm good, you know, yeah. or like maybe uh, not even paid off, but just like 15 rentals. Yeah. I was like, in my mind, I was like, that's impossible. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's no way nobody can own 15 houses. And yeah. I'm like, I just wasn't around the right people. Or I wasn't thinking the right way. And, um, yeah, it's crazy just because every single year I've started like checking more things off my goals list and getting around people that think differently and mm-hmm. have set these goals and then they've accomplished them. And they're like, dude, I'm, I'm thinking too small. Uh, and just kind of seeing the impact of writing stuff down, accomplishing it and then dreaming bigger mm-hmm. and, you know, figuring out ways to accomplish it. It's really cool. And it's really impactful because I would have never thought, you know, the same exact thing. That's why that post hit home to me so hard. It's like, yeah. dude, I think back on like the goals I was setting are so small and yeah. now it's like, why, like why set attainable goals in my head where it's mm-hmm. like, dude, so that's something unattainable yes. to where you're just constantly working towards it. Yeah. You know, and it just gets you more excited.